This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And a pleasure to be joined uh, right now on the show by celebrity chef Robert Irvine. Robert, great to talk to you again. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thanks. How have things gone, uh, especially over the last few months? Uh, obviously, we talked with you uh, when the pandemic had hit and, and you were trying to adjust to that. Now we're in this inflationary period. So how are things going for, for your businesses? I think it's like every other business, you know, uh, with inflation of, of product and and purchasing of, of cardboard and trucking and all those things. You know, we're surviving um, and doing pretty well. But obviously, we're trying not to pass on the cost to to our consumers, which is very difficult considering, you know, cardboard, protein, everything's gone through the roof. Uh, but we're doing okay. The, the t- levels of inflation in, in uh, around food, uh, seemingly I've heard from a few people, and you can uh, give your input on this, are, are a lot higher than what we're talking about in general in terms of inflation in the country right now. A lot of people are talking about 10, 20, 30% inflation in and around the, uh, the uh, food items that they're trying to bring into restaurants. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, and one thing we've got to be careful of Yes, you go to the supermarket and you see, you know, uh, uh, a pot of milk going up. But when you go to a restaurant where a, a case of eggs used to be, you know, $42 an hour, $170. Um, and it's very difficult for, for restaurant owners to, you know, put the prices up. Because if they put the prices up, nobody can afford to come, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like a very vicious circle. Uh, so, so restaurateurs and hoteliers have to be really careful right now, as well as, you know, um, those in retail, we, we can't keep passing on this, this exorbitant amount of money onto the customers and the consumers, because they're not going to pay for it, which means they leave the brands. How are you doing on the labor side right now? (laughs) Oh, labor. I think labor has been a problem for the last two years and it will continue, continue to be our biggest, um, Failure. Nobody wants to work. I don't make, you know, when, when you have um, a fast food chain paying $27 an hour uh, to try and, and get people to give over hamburgers over a counter, that's ridiculous. Um, not that they're not worth the $27, but that we can't hire people. Nobody wants to work. Um, so obviously in the service trade, that's what we are, right? We're service. We we provide a service. We cook food. We serve food. We serve alcohols in bars, etc. But people just don't want to work. Uh, so for me, it's tough uh, to find people uh, to clear to go into our restaurant in the Pentagon, but also to clear uh, to go in our restaurant in Vegas. Even on Vegas, even with the the, the, the turnaround we've we've heard about of people going back, uh, going back and spending money there in Vegas, the the working side is just uh, prohibitive at this point. It's, it's just tough everywhere, I think, you know. Um, again, I, I don't know where the people have gone or how they've gone to where they've gone, but we need them to come back. <laughs> uh, the service industry is suffering tremendously right now. Um, so, hey, if you're listening, you need a job. There's plenty of jobs out there. <laughs> well, people, uh, are, people are kind of... A lot of people Go have ahead. talked about. A lot of people have talked about whether or not there needs to be another level of benefit for uh, the restaurant industry. Uh, you know, is this something that that maybe the federal government needs to look at it at some point? I mean, we're talking about uh, the, the the government 
uh, providing benefits to a lot of different industries out there. Uh, this might be another case to, to give a boost uh, to your industry as well. It, it would be great, but what kind? What what would they give? You know, a lot of places already give healthcare. Um, I just don't know what benefits they would give. What's the expectation then you have over the next say six to twelve months of of what your industry is looking at? Well, I hope I hope that we get uh, inflation, and that's the biggest problem for our industry right now is inflation, and obviously the workforce. I hope that the inflation comes down. Uh, so people have more expendable income uh, for the luxury things, you know, food, or lu- food and restaurants are luxury items. Um, food at home is not obviously because we have to live to eat, but we don't have to go out to eat. Uh, so I think hopefully the inflation will come down, the gas prices come down, people have like, more expendable income, and we start to find people who want to work in our industry. I think that's that's my six months uh, uh, wish list. Uh, to ease up on everybody, you know, um, not only the, the smaller mom and pop business, but also the chain businesses. How has this impacted your operations uh, from the perspective of expansion? I mean, I know a lot of restaurateurs are looking at new opportunities constantly. Ha- the pandemic obviously had an impact on this. How much does inflation and, and this other these other economic impacts have an impact on your potential to want to expand uh, the the offerings you're giving in, in different cities around the country. Well, I think we're we're being really smart, like other other folks. So we're we're opening ghost kitchens. You know, we have um, a, a product, uh, Robert Irvine's American Heroes, where the money goes to our foundation, which is all about uh, our military and first responders. So we've taken the ghost kitchen route instead of opening bricks and mortar and. Uh, and expanding those things, we've taken that partner with Robert Earl um, to find ghost kitchens to be able to put that product out. And I think it's working very well. I think we have like 24 locations right now that are doing pretty good, but also is helping the people of the restaurants that we're using. If they can in- offer something, uh, an alternative also. Right, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It gives you gives them something different that maybe they're not used to, correct? Yes, and and not only what they're not used to, but also the clientele. Joined uh, by celebrity so chef. Robert, to... Oops, sorry. Joined by celebrity chef Robert Irvine. Uh, go ahead and finish that up, Robert. My apologies. Well, I I was just i was just saying it also gives the customer. You know, if you want a sandwich during the day and you go into a Chinese restaurant, knowing that you can get a great sandwich hot or cold uh, that's that's around the corner from you instead of having to drive somewhere or being delivered to you. The spend of consumer was rising there for a long period of time. There's a concern uh, of whether or not, because of the level of inflation, that is going to be pared back a little bit. Are you seeing any of that, at least in in the last month or two? Oh, for sure. For sure. People are worried. You know, when gas prices are so high, they've got to go to work. They've got to pay the bills. Mortgage rates are up now. So, I mean, everything's up. So, so expendable income is unfortunately down so it's gonna hurt all those service business we only go out when we can afford to go out and 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 we go to bars when we can afford to go to bars uh so definitely the last couple of months has changed um the way in which we we see our business and the future of our business and it's not like you can uh uh you can change the pricing structure on a lot of your items in restaurants to kind of help them out because of that component, you're kind of you're kind of stuck in the middle there. 
we're absolutely because we still got a pay print, and you know when when things go up. I mean, you just heard a, a, a real uh, number there when eggs used to be forty two dollars a case, and now they're one hundred and seventy dollars a case. You know, how do you? And that's just one item. So imagine being a breakfast place. Yes, you can yeah. put on so much, but there's only so much um, increase of a, of a, a price that people will be able to take or will take. And then they say, well, you know what? I'm not doing that. I'd rather stay at home. Overall, what do you think is the state of the industry right now? I think it's got way better than 2020 was, number one. Um, I, I think we've still got a long way to go. Remember, there's still a lot of restaurants that are closed from the, the pandemic. Um, and we're waiting to see, are they going to actually open it up? Which is kind of interesting. Um, I think we're getting better. Um, you, you, you mentioned Vegas. We see people coming back to Vegas right now um, in droves. Did they spend the same amount? I wouldn't be able to comment on that. Uh, I know my restaurant in Vegas does very well. Uh, better than it did before the pandemic. So, you know, there are people out there spending, but maybe it's just on vacations instead of on a daily basis. Robert, great to talk with you again. Thanks for a few moments. Stay safe. Be good. Thank you. Celebrity chef Robert Irvine joining us here on Wharton Business Daily. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.